Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I am your host, Josiah, aka Mauler67. And with me, as always, you know I got my buddy. I got my pal. I got my brother. My brother Austin. Austin, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you and everyone else watching us? I'm 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 living, man. I'm living the life. My sciatic nerve has worked its way down to my shin and um the, the like the pain echoes through your leg naturally but you mm -hmm. feel the pain slowly traveling down the leg mm -hmm. and sure enough it's in my shins now which suck because <laughs> like have you ever had a shin splint before no, I have not. You've never had shin splint. Okay. I, nope. I used to get shin splints all the time back in uh, college whenever I was in track and field. Um, it, it's, it's like it's like the middle of your shin is verberating with pain and your bone just kind of like echoes it. It's, it's, it's weird. And uh, this is very much feeling like a shin splint to me uh, consistently. And then like... When I'm in this chair, right? When I'm laying down, it doesn't hurt as bad. It has like a little bit of an aching pain just from the fact of it's like, hey, bro. Um, but the, my chair that I have here, though I love the chair, it's very comfortable. Um, it is not leveled with my, like the, the ground set, set up with me. So like my leg bends and then like creaks down mm. instead of being parallel, like a normal chair. Because it's, I can't get, it doesn't go as low as like I would like it to go. Um, and so whenever I'm sitting on this, I'm either bobbing my leg to all the pain, or I have to like lift my leg up to elevate it to like equal level, and then the pain goes away. But then I get Whoa. tired of holding it, and so I let it bobble. <laughs> oh man. And so that's why I haven't been sitting in this chair. Oddly enough, my chair at work is perfectly level so when i sit down the pain vanishes i i feel nothing during my time sitting but then the issue with work i have to get up off the chair to go around and do stuff if like things come in and it's just like ugh, it's 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 crazy but no i i actually called off today because um when i was getting out of the bed uh for some reason it just wasn't cooperating like normally what would happen is like i don't feel pain getting up and then once I stand up, the pain comes sharply and then vanishes and I'm fine. Today, I, I was feeling pain. I was, I was getting out of bed. I'm like, I can't even stand up. Like, I can't even go it. Like, I can't put that pressure onto my brain. And so mm -hmm. I text my, uh, my manager. I'm like, man, hey, manager, would it be cool if I uh, took a sick day? I literally, I like, I'm having a hard time getting out of my bed. And she's just like, yeah, no, don't worry about it. You're, you're good. You're good. Hope you feel better. I'm like, thanks. So then I just kind of slept it off. Like, I just slept and tried to get off. I occasionally, like, grab my Steam Deck just to, like, keep my brain motivated during, like, certain times. But most of the time, I just kind of slept. And it was yeah. not not bad. I also <laughs> finished up the rest of Steven Universe and forgot how, uh, how freaking much I ball near the end of that series. <laughs> it, it, it gets me in the feels, man. I'm not even going to hide it. But Austin, how was your day slash weekend? Okay, so my weekend was nuts. It was crazy. So I actually 
left at 2.30 in the morning on Saturday uh -huh. to get on a flight at 5.30 a.m. to go to Orlando so we could go to Magic Kingdom Walt Disney World. Because okay. uh, my, my wife, you know, that's like her side gig. Yeah. And once in a while, she takes a trip. And I wasn't planning on going. This was like all of her friends like decided, hey, we should all go because they're annual pass holders, which pretty much they go all the time. Um, they're rich. I get it. <laughs> it's pretty much like $1,400 a person. And then, you know, they, they get into any park for the whole year. Um, but they all live in Ohio. So we're like, hey, we're going to fly down. We're going to spend a day. And then, like, we're going to fly back. And she convinced me to go. And I said, the only way I'll go is if we stay a night. Because I am not trying to get on a flight at 9 p.m., and try to fly back. I'd like to go to a hotel and sleep so then I'm good to go yeah. instead of trying to drive home at like three o'clock in the morning. And she's like, okay. So we decided to stay at a resort called Colonado. I think it's called Colonado Springs, which is the biggest Disney resort there. And it is huge. It is massive. Like you've been to movies. Um, picture that like with five more movies on top of it like it's a huge they have like four different bus stops for people at the parks so it'd be like yeah uh, like how, how big B, how big four... movies are we talking about like full length features or like yes no no like the hotel i know i know i was <laughs> I got yeah it's as four times as big as that that hotel and it, it is massively huge and uh, we ended up staying, going to go uh, all the way. We, we, we waited for Happily Ever After, which is the fireworks show. It's my mm -hmm. wife's favorite thing. So, And we found a cool spot, a really nice spot that wasn't crowded, uh, which I thought it was going to be more crowded because it was on TikTok. And I was like, oh, people are going to go to that spot. Yeah. But they didn't. So we're like, oh, okay, we'll stay here. So we got a good view. Uh, and then we found out that our plane was going to be delayed tomorrow and then i was like well what time were we supposed to leave and she's like four o'clock and i was like what are they saying now and she's like six i was like okay and then in, and then like three hours later we get another notification saying that got delayed until 9 p.m and we're like no come on so this is the first time i ever flew this airline mm -hmm. and uh i've heard like horror stories about this airline and it's cheap like if you order your tickets like three months in advance, it, it's a $50 seat round trip. And you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. Which is Spirit Airlines. Most people know oh, that. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I was kind of freaking out. I was like, I don't want to be home at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, and I have to go to work on Monday at eight o'clock. I was like, I really don't want to do that. So they actually found, we found out that the plane did not get delayed, but it got delayed until 623. So we actually got on the plane and uh, we, we came home and about a day later, my wife was like, my throat is so sore. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe you're just sick or like, you know, you're readjusting to Ohio uh, because yeah, of the weather. Because everyone needs readjustment in Ohio. <laughs> but then it turns out that my wife actually contracted COVID and we've been separated for a couple of days now since Monday. Uh, I've taken multiple tests. Nothing has came back. So hopefully we're in the clear with that because, you know, you don't need two people down, you know. So after that, uh, I've been just kind of jamming in this room. I got my cot set up and, you know, I'm all ready to go. And 
I come in from work and I go straight to the computer because like really I'm not trying yeah, to like even contract it. So I love you. <laughs> Keep talking. I haven't seen you in years. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, so that's what's been happening. But yeah, I, I, that's what happened. Well, I mean, hey, in times we live in, man. Yes. That sucks that uh, you went on vacation only to come back with COVID. Like, well, we think we might know how she got it because yeah. it the was dang the goofy. <laughs> goofy Josh, come in. I'm going to you out. No, so, so what's really cool is I was actually one little tidbit about Magic Kingdom. Uh, the only reason that I was even really motivated to go, I saw a TikTok of like one of the new snacks that they have at the Cheshire Cat Cafe, which yeah. is a soft pretzel injected with pepper jack cheese. And okay. it was... You, you had me at pepper jack cheese. I would try it. <laughs> I just... I guess like in my brain when I hear inject, I think more negative connotation <laughs> than if I hear like infused or something like that. Yeah, it's like... it's kind of like, it's nice. It, it, I What was really funny is I ate one for breakfast. And then you because ate one I was for lunch like, and dinner? Yeah, and well, it turned into like, the girl at the counter was like, weren't you here an hour ago? I was like, shut up and take my money, woman. <laughs> I was kind of like, I did the fry thing. I was like, shut up and take my money. I, I feel uh, like... She can say that. She can be like, oh, weren't you here an hour ago? And it's like, and shouldn't you be off work in college? Uh, just <laughs> run away crying. And she's like, was no, that supposed to be insulting? I wasn't. Uh, no, it was pretty funny. I didn't really say any of that. I was just like, yes, I was. Can I have more of those pretzels? And she's like, they're that good, aren't they? And I said, yeah, these are like a nine, you know? And she's like, yeah, they're, they're good. She's like, you know, we were waiting in line like the first time we were getting the pretzel and actually... Uh, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger were at their story time thing, which is right behind Cheshire Cat. And they were coming back in through the park to go to their break because it's so hot. You know, they give them only a certain amount of, I think it's like an hour that they have to like meet and greet. And then like three hours later, then they'll come back and do a meet and greet. Okay. Um, but Tigger actually came up while my wife was on her phone and like gave her a hug. And I was like, there for a minute, I was like, that's how she contracted it. You know, but then it wasn't that. We know exactly probably what happened was when we got on the flight, I, uh, she sat during, she sat towards the window. I sat in the middle and then this lady sat next to us and she continued to cough for like the whole flight. And it was like really bad to a point where I was like, hmm. And she was like, maybe she has COVID. I was like, stop it. Don't put that juju on us. And then lo and behold, my wife gets COVID. So, you know, it is what it, it is. Would, it would make like, more sense if you got COVID though. If that's that's what I'm saying. But the thing is, is like you know, how you know strings means? work. You're, you're, you're Superman awesome. You can't get infected. I'm, I'm you're uh, immune. I am the, I am legend Will Smith guy. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> immune to it. I, the, the funny thing is, right? I, I joke about that, but like, mm. I still haven't had COVID mm. after like, what? what has it been? Three years, four years almost since it's been a yeah. thing. Three and years, like, yeah. I have COVID booster shots and everything like that sort. And I'm like, okay, I have my protection necessary. I'm maybe I'm just getting super lucky. And then both of my roommates get sick and it's like, oh, you got COVID. And I was like, oh, okay. Like they got COVID. 
but then like I never get any of the symptoms. And so I get yeah. like oh, two weeks off because I'm like, hey, my roommate has COVID. And they're like, all right, you, you get two weeks off, essentially. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just going to sit and game the whole time. <laughs> and then it's like it comes and pass and I get nothing. They recover and then it's all good. And then it's like, oh, a new wave come out. All these people like, oh, this person got tested for COVID. They got COVID. I'm like, oh, well, I have to be careful and take a test. Nope, no COVID. I don't know. Maybe I'm just super lucky or maybe I am. What? The only time I had it, I had it, and I didn't even know I had it. Uh, like, the only thing it did to me was make me really tired. And, I, like, I was mm. like, that's normally me anyways. Um, Unless it's but, knocking me out for, like, over 15 hours. This ain't nothing new. Yeah, I, well, I, have, like, I have sleep <laughs> depressions, man. Like, I'll, I'll like, yeah, on yeah. Sundays after a game, just get, like, the down and then just sleep until 6 in the afternoon. And then yeah. be, like, well, 6 in the night and then be, like... Well, now that I'm up, I might as well be up for the next four hours and then toss and turn for the next six. Well, like I, I did a test one time because my wife got it last time. And then like I started getting a sniffy nose and I was like, eh, it's probably allergies, but it wasn't anything intense. And I just te- checked myself and I was like, oh, I have COVID. Mm. But that was it. You, like, you I, probably I got the B12 variant or whatever it was, the, the yeah. weaker version. Because like that's mm-hmm. the thing, it's it's it, it has entered into the endemic part now, mm-hmm. where the people who are getting it are only getting like mild symptoms, and until mm-hmm. like a stronger version comes out that like knocks people down on the their butt again, well, we well it really could have be to my worry immune too much. system. <laughs> it could be it could immune be my system, immune system because or, you know I've what dealt with. You know what it could be? You could what? be half a gem. Stop it! Could be. Stop it! Yes. Have you ever have you ever saw mom? Uh, I'm on the podcast. <laughs> Wife trying to get you to do something? Yeah, she I'll do I'll do it real quick. All it is okay. is like the Ralph's bed's right out here. I just gotta bring it out. I just gotta throw it out. Okay. So but, do, do yeah. it real quickly. Cause awesome. Right. Yeah. Uh I'll I'll start us off. So uh this week. As Austin runs off to uh, throws the Ralph's bed out. Uh, this week we watched Steven Universe season five, the finale of Steven Universe. Though technically, to be fair, it's it's not really the finale of Steven Universe. It's season five, and then they have Future, which is basically a, a victory lap season. Stuff happens in that season. It's a good season. We're still going to talk about it. Um, that's why next week we will be watching both the movie and future. And I really want to preface this whenever I say it, watch the movie first because future <laughs> is like the cap of the series movie comes after a fifth season. So Austin, we watched Steven universe season five. What did mm-hmm. you think, man? What did you think of Steven universe? So I found out. Okay. So here's, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, last week you were like hey you oh you don't have to say this <laughs> but the thing is is what's really funny is i figured out how it worked uh so i actually about what was it this was like in 2019 2018 around that time uh you talked about it so much and this is before our podcast we even mm. thought about doing a podcast i actually tried to watch it and i watched because i went back to hbo max in like the first season I watched, I think, one through 15 at the time. Mm-hmm. But then I think I tried to rewatch it and I got messed up and might have just watched like five episodes of season five. 
I don't know. I don't remember anything. But I was wrong on a lot of things, and there were some things that I was kind of right on. Um, but this season, I really enjoyed it. I really had a lot of fun. I liked the conclusion. There is only one little thing I had a problem with, mm-hmm. and that was it. You know, this is a banger season. Like, I, I enjoyed it. And the music is phenomenal in in this season. I really like Rebecca Sugar bringing, bringing, the, bringing the music on. So, um... I thir- I thoroughly enjoyed this season. I thought there was, you know, a lot of weird things that happened. Like some things freaked me out a little bit, uh, but I liked the whole premise of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, maybe you do have COVID, Austin. Just saying. Oh, stop it! Don't jinx me on that. Hey, you just got. I just need some water. I just need. Uh oh. Coming downhill, Austin. All coming around. <laughs> Awesome. I mean, okay, you you like the season. Let's talk about mm-hmm. some of the like conclusion points of the the series, right? Yeah. Um, it was fine for me to rewatch this and like everything just happening, and then my brain going like, man, there was a long pause between this episode and that episode. <laughs> I remember, like, I remember uh, when Steven like gets uh, goes to Homeworld with the diamonds. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, and it's like next coming out in a couple months enjoy your weight and it's like no why is it doing this oh, no. and then like the same thing with like steven finding out about like the conclusion about uh rose everyone like was sitting there with like conspiracy theories the whole time and then like mm. to have an episode where it just blatantly like tells you and like shows what happens um really like it, 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 it like it, it really like set the fan base in uproar to be like yes yay it's what we thought or it's what we didn't think and all all this stuff because a lot of things get solved in this season yes and uh i remember thinking back on it and feeling like i felt like the ending felt like they like avalanched in the series like they they solved one issue and then all these issues just started getting solved as they came up and i remember thinking like that felt weird and i remember hearing that it was because rebecca sugar was basically being told hey look um we're not going to fund any more steven universe episodes and i believe it had something to do with the marriage episode where ruby and sapphire get married Mm -hmm. and it was the first like quote unquote um lgbtq couple to get married on cartoon network and a lot of people were kind of upset about that and i think that's changed now since like they have other shows like Owl house and whatnot that has other lgbt uh representation that they have been more okay with but kind of fall in the same vine where it's like they magically lose funding or their Mm -hmm. series has to like be rushed to a conclusion and I felt like Steam Universe was unfortunately rushed to a conclusion because of like pressures like that. Yeah. Um, but the, at least we still got future. Like future ties up even more things and like kind of explores like a new element. And then we had the movie, which by far like I love the movie. I I still listen to the movie soundtrack just by itself and 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 pop to it. Um. But yeah, Austin, like, what did you think about some of the, like, the conclusions we found out this season and, like, their explanations for it as well? Uh, so, uh, that explains a lot because I did have, my pet peeve was 
how conclusions work this season, it felt like it was rapid sometimes. Where yeah. it was like, oh, this is this, this is this, this is this, this is this. And I also felt that like some of the ending was like really wrapped up really fast that I was like, oh, okay. And then there was some things where like, I didn't understand what was going on. I felt yeah. confused. And the reason why I felt confused was because I'm seeing it in one full episode that they're trying to wrap up. Cause like the last episode of the season isn't your standard. Like, what was it like 15, 10 minutes? Yeah, it was a 45 minute episode. <laughs> yeah. So like they try to wrap up all this stuff and it kind of like threw me for like a whirlwind because I didn't understand what was going on. And I still, there is something I still don't really understand. I can help you with it possibly. Uh, so like the thing is, is that I don't understand is when the gem is being removed from Steven mm -hmm. and he becomes whatever he becomes yeah. a human. Like I'm guessing it's just human. Um, but then he says he needs it. Yeah. I don't understand. So, what? So that's not technically explained like in like mm. whole thing, but the general consensus of like people on the internet and like, I'm not sure if Rebecca Sugar even like came out and, and guaranteed it or whatnot. That like Steven is half gem. He is a hundred percent half gem, but he still has a physical form. Mm. And by removing that gem, he doesn't have his life form. Like he doesn't have the necessary DNA to exist, and so it dies. And so with them pulling out the gem, it revealed two things to them. One, that Steven would die without it. So Steven needs the gem in order to exist. It's not this thing of like, they pull out the gem, Steven stop existing, and then Steven's in gem form. Like some people thought that was a theory that like this body that he has is only a callus for once the gem's removed, then he takes on the gem form and the body just ceases to exist. Mm. Uh, the other thing it shows is that Rose Quartz no longer exists. Like Pink Diamond does not exist. When they pull it out, it becomes Steven. Steven, it is yeah. a Steven. It is no longer what they thought. And that's what made like White Diamond so like furious and mad. She's like, stop pretending you are Steven. He's like, no, she's gone. And then it's like that. And you also see the pure essence of Pink Diamond's power there. Because she just bounces away all of Light's like powers and everything. And she like destroys things. Steven, it's, it's to the belief that people have that Steven is actually the strongest of the gems. And it's because his powers are based upon emotions, while all the other uh, gems are based upon the, like, inflection of other emotions, when Stevis mm -hmm. is just full emotions. Um, and then that's whenever they fuse and connect back together, Steven's back to normal. Um, but that, that's, bas that's basically it. Like, that, that's the consensus on the internet, is that Steven is half-gem. Without the gem half, his body dies. And without his body, the other half can't exist. And it just kind of like stops functioning. Gotcha. Okay, that that actually makes a lot more sense than what I was trying to pick up on it because I I was like, I kind of confused about what's going on here. Like I I, I think I get it, which I kind of did, but it was just like it wasn't explained properly well. It uh, it, it was a lot more um explained through actions than explained through words. Yeah. Which yeah. to be fair, Steven Universe tends to be explained by words not through actions yeah this was a this was one of those situations like even even in the end we finally get a confirmation for like what everyone thought about steven universe right whenever white diamond explains all like all these people you put around you are flawed 
And then mm -hmm. it's like, Pearl's obsessed. Amethyst is insecure. Garnet is um, dependent. And it's like all these people are flawed. And that's why you're drawn to them because you want to be the better person and be better amongst them all when your whole life you have been under people who are better than you. And that's not actually the truth about Steven, but there is a funny situation in there that I caught onto when rewatching is whenever she says that, Steven says is like, that's not true. And even if it was true, like he, he kind of like sits there and he's just like, look, they're flawed but I'm flawed too. It's not a matter of me wanting to be around lesser people. It's a matter of me being, wanting to be around people and accept them for who they are. Do you do you know what Steven represents in Steven Universe? Or at least what maybe what I personally feel Steven Universe represents? But I think mm. it's, it's a pretty heavy case. He represents generational trauma. Mm. Because as like through the whole ending of the show, right? It's him trying to convince other gems and himself that he's not his mom and then he goes through these like moral dilemmas of forcing to fix his mom's issues because she left them to him very much how generational trauma a lot of times when people deal with that it's not something that their parents did it's something that their parents dealt with and then they passed it to their kid and their kid never asked for it Steven never asked to be like the offspring of Rose Quartz and have to deal and fix all of her problems. And Steven had to do all that, like on the fly, constantly. Fix bismuth, fix uh, blue, yellow. He had to do all that stuff. And it, like, I'll admit, man, rewatching this, it made me tear up hardcore during the song of Familiar, whenever he's singing in Pink Diamond's room and he's talking about why is this so familiar and then he realizes that it's like it's familiar because that's how i used to be in season one and it's funny austin because you mentioned in season one you're like steven's really annoying i don't like him and he makes reference to that in this season where he's like i get why like they all treat me this way it's no different from how you all treated me on earth when i was younger and honestly probably pretty annoying and it's like, yeah, yeah, he's he's dealing with that. Like he's he's becoming him himself. And the ending was to show, like, just for him as well as other people, he's not Rose Quartz. He is Steven Universe. He may be her son, but he is not held to what she did. Yeah. And that that was like, sorry, I I really wanted to say it because like that that really got me. Like I was like, oh man, like a lot of people deal with that crap, man. And it's it's not it's not fantastic. Yeah, it's not not who you are, uh, you know. It, it, you know, you're not, you're not. Uh, what, you're you're what, not, oh, Austin. Like I, I always, I always say this, right? I have tendencies. Uh, like you're I, not I, your parents. Yeah, that's I, exactly what it is. Whenever, you're not your parents. You're not gonna act like your parents. Like, like I, I, you're your own person. Austin, like me and you growing up, right? Our dad had like bipolar anger issues, and yeah. occasionally I will like lash like i won't lash out like attack something but my frustration will get high enough that i will do what he did where it's just like that that slight explosion and being like sorry i didn't mean like Ugh. and i'll like catch myself and then like i'll apologize and be like i have to go calm down because i see that in my dad like my dad does this yeah. and it's something that i grew up with and i knew it was effective on me as a kid and i think my brain subconsciously thinks that and it's like no it's not okay to do 
and it's like that's that's how well, it works you know i do too like it's just part of it where like you know i'll just like get that spurt and be like hey wh what are you doing you yeah know, like, yeah you'll oh, like wait. unconsciously like get loud okay. and you're like sorry that's not who i am i'm different yeah. i'm better yeah whoa i'm better i'm, I'm better. better i'm better than you <laughs> no. No. but yeah so, Go on. A, a couple things that I wanted to bring up is, mm -hmm. um, one, the person that I thought was going to die in this season did not die. Who did um, you think was going to die? So I, so I thought it was actually going to be uh, someone that wasn't really... Like, I, I knew it was going to be a character that wasn't really a main character, but I thought the wrong person i it, it turned out it was lars like lars is the one that dies and then steven brings it back and then he becomes whatever the heck he is outlaw like lars outlaw lars for the, for the outlaw star fans <laughs> and i'm still i'm still questioning what's in what's in lars's head like uh well what's in lion's uh thing with the whole chest and everything like that like they haven't really gone into that and hopefully they go into it um, well no they, they did go into the chest because oh, in the chest, they found the cassette tape that was. Uh, oh, that's what that dad's... chest was. Yeah, I believe. I, it was. I I I thought that was just something that Lion took him to. Like Lion just takes him there. He doesn't take him in the chest. I don't mm. remember. Or maybe maybe yeah, that's that's in the the one thing. Mm. Maybe it's not in the chest. I forget. <laughs> but so, um, I actually thought it was going to be uh, Connie actually that dies. Um, I thought Connie would be the perfect candidate for someone that would die that would take Steven a little bit over the edge uh, because Steven likes Connie so much. Um, the thing that it, that irks me a little bit about this show is when he came back from Lars's head for the first time, he didn't like try anything in his power to really try to get them home. Um, he was just like, oh, he's living in space. You know, we feel bad for him. And I'm like, no, you would take everything you could to try to go get him like you did with your dad. And then like, I think like, no, don't get me wrong here. I just feel like it was lazy writing a little bit. And uh, I, I'm hearing it wait, right wait, now. Wait, Steven wait, Universe wait, people huffing and puffing on their keyboard. What, what was lazy so writing? When, Sorry, I didn't catch that. I think what's lazy writing is when Steven goes back to Lars after, was it? for the first time with Connie mm -hmm. and he's in a spaceship and he's like, Oh yeah, we, uh, we went or we yeah. like got a spaceship and all. I was like, that's lazy. Like you, okay. You left Lars in a situation mm -hmm. that was crazy. Mm -hmm. And you're going to expect me that they just suddenly just, Hey, we're, we're space. We're, we're captain Han Solo and Chewbacca now. Like mm -hmm. I was just like, this is stupid. That was the only problem I really had. I thought it was lazy or it's going to be explained later in like maybe they, they explained it right on the ship whenever it got to it cuz like yeah, both Connie was, and Steven was, was confused. Still, yes, but, but it was still lazy to me because it doesn't make it it, it just was like, "Oh, we'll just inform them of that." Instead you, you of know doing an episode about it, I think would have been better. Well, again, that's a situation where it probably was a time constraint issue. Because if you notice in this season, they did not have a lot of filler episodes. They had what well, I would consider maybe one filler episode. Yeah. And even that filler episode had to like set the stage for like why Bismuth and all of them were coming to Homeworld. And that was mm -hmm. the, the Melon episode. Personally, 
the the reason like it, it made complete sense to me because we found out during when Lars was on planet that oh because Lars is full human none of their sensors or anything can pick up Lars like Lars is immune to the gem technology and then whenever they get on the ship they even explain it like the other gems explain that it's like it, we only got this far because of Lars he can't be found like he can't be tracked by their technology yeah. and so he literally can just walk in and take stuff and then leave and that's basically what he did and it's like the whole concept of like look these gem these this gem society doesn't aren't created with the mindset of like other beings involved mm-hmm. and so it's like that's why he just freaking got away with it and I guess also because he also just can read people pretty well it's a thing of like would you like more stuff sure for sure I, I, I agree too I would love episodes of Lars of the Stars where we just see him in the off colors like doing things uh, in space but for what it is they had to like explain why Lars is getting off planet and then like he's also coming home so they didn't have to like focus on Steven going there to get a rescue plan it was funny though to know that Steven went to Homeworld, went back home, came back to help Lars. Lars is getting out of, uh, getting out of there. And then Steven goes back there anyways. <laughs> it's like, oh man, we could have picked up Lars on our way back. That in Steven Universe is a menace to society. And I'll say this and I'll take it to my grave. He created watermelon people mm-hmm. and he uses them at their leisure. He murders them. They, he takes their life away. This is an insane guy. It, it drives me nuts. When that watermelon episode happened, where he went back after he fell asleep. Like three to three different like, watermelons. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It drove me nuts. It, it, like, I don't know what it is, but something in my brain was like, this is not right. This guy, th- this watermelon is just trying to make his own life now. Cause now he's, he's just trying to live. And, now, and then now, now he's being possessed by Steven for the will and of then Steven. He's in, a, he's in a raft now and he's getting all the way there and he's been eat like his leg got eaten by a shark and then his arm. And then he's no. like, oh, and then oh. there's shark melons and yeah. birds melon bird melons that are abomination to nature because they can't fly yeah. so they just fall and break like it, no, you 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 laugh austin but that is a legit thing that people laugh about in the steam universe uh community because it's like steven does a lot of things right that on the surface is like how oh, that's funny it's like this is existential dread he created a whole society of these <laughs> beings people who uses worship them. him as a god Mm -hmm. and he can just take control of that will and we don't know how long they last we don't know how much they reproduce but apparently they're reproducing so much that they're infesting the waters with it there will come a point where those steven watermelons overcome the rest of the population of the world however Mm -hmm. i would also say this even though they die i wonder if they're able to be like like it's kind of, this is messed up, right? He could possibly save world hunger. Like he could solve world hunger with those watermelon people because of how fast they've reproduced in like the year that Steven made them, yeah. they will flood the world. And then watermelon's going to be everywhere. Everyone's going to be happy. Like, it's like, oh no, a watermelon person died. Three watermelons though. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, and that's the thing. Like every time I see an episode of that, I yeah. feel bad for those people. I'm just yeah. like, Oh my gosh, that's the that, that irks me. Yep. But yep. to some of the things that I was completely wrong about, so I mm-hmm. actually thought Connie was gonna die. Turned out it was Lars that was, and he brought him back. 
The other thing is, is the trial thing was like something you could see coming. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect to see Topez's reaction uh, when he's still fused with Steven and Lars, where he like starts crying. He's like, I'll help you guys out. You know, oh, yeah, no where Topez breaks. About yeah. me. You know, and I was like, wow, that's, that's he's like, okay. they need that each was... other just like we Topez needs each <laughs> other. We'll help that you escape. Good. And then, oh. The... The other thing I did not see coming at all was finding out that Steven was actually Pink Diamond. Uh, like, okay. well, Rose Quartz faked her own death. And I really like the storyline that happens with Pearl on that because Pearl is the one that knows it. And the whole episode is like her trying to find her cell phone in her gem. And it's just like these reaccounts that she has to get to that memory so Steven knows that memory. And I thought that was a really mm -hmm. well in-depth episode because it explains a lot about Pearl and how she's obsessive over her. I do want to talk she about, about her. Yeah. Because watching that episode from when it came out was an uproar and hilarious on Reddit. And mm -hmm. the reason why is because at that time in Steven Universe, you had three camps to the Steven Universe Rose Pink Work, right? You had people who believed Rose was Pink Quartz. You had people believe that Pearl shattered Pink Diamond. <laughs> and then you had people who believed that Rose actually did shatter Pink Diamond. And there, it was like this whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. That episode, when you go into it knowing that there's those three camps, is a whirlwind of emotions for all of them. Because there's the point where Steam goes into the past, right? And you, you see, like, confirmation, like, oh, yeah, Rose kills Pink Diamond. I see it right here. And then they go another step deeper, and then the Rose looks up, and it's Pearl's eyes. And then it cuts to commercial. And I remember watching it with my friends and being like, Pearl did it. She's actually the one who shattered Pink, Pink Diamond. Oh, my gosh. And everyone's, like, freaking out. That's like, what I thought. Pearl actually did. And then it cuts again, and it's like, no, Pearl, like, Pink Diamond is Rose. And I remember the scene where, like, her diamond turns in like for rose quartz and i remember seeing that and my friends in the room were just like you tell me this whole time no one ever thought hey what if we just turn the diamond slightly <laughs> like freaking you know different gem different. but that that episode was a roller coaster and afterwards everyone on the internet is just like man they had us in the first quarter everyone thought the whole pearl shattered being diamond was true Everyone, because 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 what the that theory was based around is that Rose, uh, Pearl was so obsessed with Rose Quartz that she was willing to shatter Pink Diamond in order to protect her. Where the concept of Rose is Pink Quartz is like this whole concept that you know Pink Diamond fakes her own death to run and hide, and she basically runs from her problems, and we find out that's actually the truth. She ran from her problems. She she couldn't fix it. She knew nothing would happen. So she just chose to sh fake her death so she could live on as Rose Quartz. Yeah. Crazy. That yeah, was see, a crazy, I, that was a crazy when, time. I remember when, that. When, what was it? Last season, I thought about it and I said, you know, like one of the things that I brought up and actually they brought up in the trial was like, how could, like, we've seen diamonds and they have a pearl. A pearl mm -hmm. is launched to them, like completely attached to them. Um, and, you know, they have guards and stuff. I was like, how did this happen? So I was like, it had to be someone close. So my prediction that I had going into season five was Pearl did it. 
And when I when it happened, I was like, yes, I was right. I was right. <laughs> and then like it was like, nope, she faked it. And I was like, oh man. I was like, dang. Yep. But but that's why I was like, oh man, my girl Pearl, you know, like she I, did. I, really I can't believe she did. She did it. How but, could yeah, she? I was like, finally, she stood up. She's the rebellion, you know, but um, turns out it was just a fake, you know, but the thing is, is I like that. And then I knew right away when, um, you know, Steven asked her like, who curl, you know, who killed, do you know who killed pink diamond? And then like Pearl's like closes her mouth and stuff. And I was like, all right, she has something to do with it. But if she's not going to tell him, then that means it's got to be a bigger secret. And then, like, after they reveal, I was like, okay, that's what the bigger secret was. Um, the, the, the funny thing is, um, there was also a point where people, like, the, the, the one of the theories that kind of crap that Rose was Pink Diamond was the thing that Pearl did. Every time Steven would ask her about Pink Diamond or Rose, she mm -hmm. would, like, cover her mouth. Yeah. And people said, like, from the get-go when that started happening, like, seasons ago, people are like, she's, like, it's not like she's, like, in shock or whatever. It looks like she's, like, struggling with something. And people are like, she's, she's like, being mind-controlled or compelled to not say nothing. And then it's like, yeah, her last command before she uh, became Rose Quartz permanently was to never speak of it. And so she literally can't speak of it by power of, like, a diamond. And it's like, that's my, like, oh. Also, I feel like there should be a loophole in that argument to Steven to be like, hey, like, don't tell anyone. You can tell Steven. Because I feel like of everyone who needs to know, he needs to know. Like, it, like, that's the situation of like, you know, your parents not telling you something and letting you live your life. And then it's like, I need to know that information. Like, that's not right for you to hide that from me. Yeah, and, um, you know, I was pretty excited to see that they had uh, the voice actor for Meg from Hercules be Pink Diamond. I, I really enjoy her. I forget her name completely, mm -hmm. uh, but she was in you the season. You can recognize her voice long. anywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever Rose first, whenever Rose Quartz first started, my brain instantly went like, that's Meg. Yep. <laughs> I listened exactly I listen to that Hercules song on repeat yeah, yeah. all the time, and kid, I can never unhear it. I still listen to it. It's a banger. Hercules oh, yeah. is one of my favorite musical, like Disney movies. It's great. Next to Goofy movie. Goofy movie will always take the cake. Uh, but the the other thing that I was uh, kind of kind of surprised on. Mm -hmm. um, love you. <laughs> um, she just knocks on the door and tells me that. She yeah, she heard Disney stuff and she's like, "Ooh, knock, yep. knock, knock, let me in." <laughs> But no, um, so, uh, the other things that, like, I have to say about the season was I felt like the conclusion where they fix all the corrupted gems yeah. was really, really fast. Like, it, it, it just happens where they're like, oh, everyone get in a pool and then we're going to, like, do our powers and, like, you know, everyone's fixed now. And, like, I felt like, it, and, and then the other thing that, like, I felt also kind of was a little i think it's it's not like it's something that's missing and i think that mm -hmm. it might be brought up later but the cluster like th the last time we saw the cluster was when it formed itself as an arm yeah arm and then wrestled. it like arm wrestled <laughs> i but, forgot like, how it. funny that was watching it i'm like oh yeah i totally forgot this happened <laughs> 
yeah like it just formed an arm it did an arm thing but the thing is is like i don't remember what happens after that like oh, what happens Steven basically Buster? said there like whenever it was forming he him and all the gems were freaking out it's like this is the end of the planet they forced no. the cluster to form and then formed the hand knocked the hand away and then gave Stephen the thumbs up and he like i guess yeah, like, it's under control. Read, he's like it's in control now it wants to help us so yeah. the whole concept is after it did the thing it got tired and went back like it, it hit and like it went back into sleeping because it doesn't need to form and it doesn't want to form anymore and yeah. i i think it this this is something that like on the rewatch i realized when steven originally bubbled it he told them all to start talking like interact become friends with each other and it's by him doing that they all can share one mind like they all slowly started to like coherently come together and it was because of that that whenever they broke they could like focus and only form an arm to do what they needed to do and that's it and i i i get you because re-watching this i actually forgot how the arm was a thing because I'm like, I know it forms the arm, but it's bubbled. I don't remember it popping the bubble. And then the scene happened. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, they they try to do it. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, it was it was pretty interesting. Another person that was a really good storyline was actually Sadie. I actually enjoyed Sadie's whole band thing. Uh, it reminds me of like, um, I, I like things that are spooky, like they're cool. And I think the Sadie killer episode was phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. And I also laughed really hard because uh, there's a song going around right now. That's like huge about worker, uh, like some type of like, you know, workers working all the time and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Uh, I'm not a fan of the, the, like I'm a fan of some of the things in the song, but there is a line in the song that I'm not a huge fan of. And um, when that came up, I was just like, now that's how you do it. That's how you do it right there. You know, <laughs> like I, I was just like laughing about that. But I think also, too, is um, the only thing that I have a problem with the Sadie thing is Steven was in the band at one time yeah, at the beginning. And then he just like stopped being in the band. And he even explains in the episode, one of the episodes, he's like, oh, I decided to form a band because it gets me away from just doing gem stuff. And then like. He just stopped altogether. It was just done. He was like, nah, I'm done. And it didn't make sense to me. I kind of was like, eh, but that's a time crunch thing probably. And they were like, hey, we need to wrap things up. We can't do like side things. Um, well, I think, I think the we issue see... that occurred there was that like they were, that band was trying to look for their sound and mm -hmm. they found Sadie and Sadie joined. And as much as Steven wants to be part of a band or in a band, it's impossible with his like lifestyle yeah. of doing all yeah. this gem stuff. So it is, is very much a situation of, and uh, no matter how much he wants to, he, he can't live that life. Yeah. So overall, I liked the season. I thought the season was really good. I had no problems really whatsoever. I, we talked about the avalanching that happens um and that was the really only gripe that i had i actually enjoyed the ending to a point where i didn't like be like oh i wish there was more episodes you know stuff like that it was more of like all right they wrapped up what they wanted to i know that there's a movie and i know that there's another season of a show yeah, there's like a, a finale like a yeah what, what is that called 
like a, a victory lap season. Yeah, yeah. So I, I will say, like, for the victory lap season, when we go watch it, because we're watching both the movie and the victory lap season, which is called Steven Universe Future. Mm-hmm. The movie, I absolutely love 110%. I think it's a very solid movie, has some of the best music. And honestly, one of the songs, the one of the, the, the new character, like the bad character, the big bad character that shows up for the movie, um, I love her style of voice acting that she does in the film. It, her song when she first meets Steven, I will listen to over and over and over again because it, it has like the, the bad guy energy, but it's not like the I'm going to murder you all. It's more like I get my canuppins. This I'm so happy I'm here. I'm so happy I'm here like type feel. And it's like whenever bad guys have that feeling versus the like, oh, I'm so evil. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> It's like, all right, cool. But whenever the hero is like, I'm here for like revenge or I'm here because of this or that, like whenever they say stuff like that or they have like that feel, it's like, mm, I like that so much more, so much better. <laughs> um, and then then future is a roller coaster, man. It's a roller coaster. And once you realize what future is about, it's it's going it, yeah you're I, I think I think you'll like future and honestly after watching the season I, I you'll have a better understanding and a better well, appreciation for future in my opinion yep you know in in the roller coaster roller I'm coaster kidding. oh yeah, yeah yeah sometimes you can't save all roller coasters <laughs> also quote to my favorite uh, quote in this season is whenever Paradox like, oh, that's Yellow Diamond. I told, told her off once. Watch me do it again. Runs up. Hey, you remember me? No. <laughs> just murders her. Oh, I just... When that happened, I just started chuckling. I'm like, I forgot that was a thing. And then Paradox comes back with the star. I, I, I also want to bring up a small character that isn't really in the show too much, but I loved what they did with him was uh, Mayor Dewey. Mayor Dewey. Now runs the big donut and like he's doing it efficiently and like he's good at it. He's good mm-hmm. at it. So I was like, yeah, way to go. Little and then um, uh, what's her face? The grandma is the new mayor. The mayor, yeah. And yeah. she does really good. Yeah. She's doing really good. She, she, has, she like lived with the whole family and like she knows how to run things. That's what I like about it. Like, I just, I just want to know how Ronaldo really felt feels because, like, I'm pretty sure like his head has exploded when like oh, the diamond this showed stuff. up. He oh, was yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, I was right." I, I love that scene because he's like, "Oh," and then there's the scene where the hands start hitting, and mm. or no, the, the the hand form from the cluster, and he walks up in the armor and the sword like he's prepared to fight, and then his brother just grabs him like, "You idiot! You like you you can't do this." <laughs> Oh, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, Ronaldo's yeah, was... Ronaldo's pretty good. Um, I do. It, it, what was uh, one like sentimental thing that they talked about that I was happy uh, that they kind of hit on real quickly was the Lars and Sadie. Like whenever Lars sees Sadie was in a band and he starts freaking out because he's like paranoid. He he wants acceptance so bad that he becomes paranoid, and he he starts saying he's like she's doing this because she wants to get back at me for me being a jerk or being this and he's like no like they're not doing anything to get back with you they're moving on with their life just like you moved on with your life you just got to do this and then like that kind of snaps him out after like some talk he's like you you guys are friends like they're not going to hurt you because they're your friend and then that that kind of snaps him out because 
Lars and... Oh, wow, I can't think of her name right now. Sadie. Sadie. I was thinking Stacy for some reason in my brain. Um, those two relationship was very much like kind of semi-abusive, I guess you could say. It was abusive because mm, Lars was very abusive believe. to her. And like... 100% just down-talked her and never wanted to do things, but then whenever no one was around, he wanted to hang out with her. And then it was, it was almost poetic justice that it was a swap, where it's like all the friends that Lars wished he could hang out with love Sadie for who she is and what she's into. And if he would have just allowed her be normal around them, I think they all could have been friends. I think everything would have changed differently if Lars didn't force his projection on what Sadie had to be onto people. Yeah. What's that? You know, and, uh, you know, I there's one episode I really hated this season. Hmm. Was the Kevin Party episode. It's when Steven finally starts talking to Kami oh, again. Oh, yeah, after after coming I, back. I hate, I hate the character Kevin. Oh, yeah, he's 100%. He's, he's meant to be yeah. hated. Like, there was legitimately but, a point where Steven's like, wait, why did I listen to you? He's like, wait, why... Why are you saying that? I thought she was your ex-girlfriend, not a friend. How you treat a friend? It's like, yeah, this guy, he, he's this way because he got his heart broken one day and he's never recovered. And they're like, let's get out of here. I appreciate that because so, it's like some people you just can't fix. So let's leave. So there is actually a song in this season that mm -hmm. I put on my playlist. All right. Uh, because I thought it was catchy and I loved it. And it's actually my favorite episode this season. Okay. Um, and uh, I'll just tell you one of the lyrics and it will give it away. Uh, okay. Ruby Ryder. Um, this old <laughs> Ruby Ryder. Ryder. It's Ruby it, Ryder. Great episode. I hear that song and I'll think to myself, I should throw some like country twang music. And then like, I'll listen to some and be like, I don't like this. I would just want to hear Ruby Ryder. <laughs> Jesus sturdy. Not a fusion no more. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's a it's a really good song. And, mm. and like I said, there's a lot of good songs in this season. Familiar was great. The last song that Steven plays on. Oh yeah, the, I don't need you to respect me. I respect yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was great. You, um, you know mm. what also like I realized rewatching mm. this that I never caught before? And whenever mm. Steven's like talking to White and White's like so confused and he's like, why don't you just let yourself be whoever you are instead of trying to make everyone perfect, like just be whoever you are. And whenever he said that, I started tearing up because I made a connection in my brain I never caught. And that's one of my favorite songs from season one is whenever Lar uh, Steven is with Lars and Sadie on the um, island and he sings like, isn't it such a beautiful night? Why don't you just let yourself be whoever you are? And he's saying that, and I'm just like, man, they use lyrics from the one of the like first songs of Steven Universe in the ending show to get the point across to the bad guy, like to the big bad guy, who is the the definition of like the father figure in the household who's like, everyone has to be perfect, everyone needs to be perfect around me, and I can't admit that anything's going wrong because nothing's wrong with our family. Everything's great. And then boom. Steven comes and it's just like, she's gone. And that's that. 
Oh man, there, there's a lot more things like we can easily sit here and talk about like Steven Universe as a whole, like things we find out, things that we confirmed. I, I know like for fan theories for a while ago, everyone, everyone had the belief that White Diamond was actually a fusion of all the diamonds put together um, instead of just by itself. There was the belief like the, the whole corruption theory about how the gems got corrupted was already like like it wasn't proven until this season but like four seasons ago like season two during the initial centipede uh like conversation steven has with it it mentions a sound people started putting together like that sound we think are the diamonds attacking earth and it's like there's there's so many little theories and like thoughts like that that end up either being true or just being horrifically wrong um mainly everything that ronaldo said was true most of the time except for the lizard people there oh that was a theory that was a theory that people had that steven was going to get to homeworld be like fix homeworld and then you're going to find out the reason why gems are like endlessly expanding is because there's these evil lizard people <laughs> that are taking over gem homeworlds and the reason why they're expanding so rapidly is to build armies to fight them mm -hmm. and it's like that was the whole thing there, there was a theory i was on board with this theory initially i thought yellow diamond was actually the one who shattered pink because of how her reaction happened in the courtroom when zorkan says like hey it had to be one of you and then yellow gets mad and like pops and then it's just irrationally like let's shatter her let's get it over with it's like she's hiding something she's trying to clear the the truth and then you find out no she just she blames herself for her being popped so her being said that you shattered her basically hit the same way so it's it's it, it was it was a wild ride uh it was it was different watching it the second time everything being brought up the way it did the the speed at which it did made that information gathering just a different thing so yeah yeah it was it was weird i i still enjoyed it i liked it a lot um still paradox one of my favorite gem oh and then i also have to give and this will be the last thing i say uh give it up to the one gem during the party when everyone starts fusing and the two is like we won't let you stop her either it's like i knew i wasn't the only one and then she gets popped and like garnet looks at steven he's just like i don't know her <laughs> i just there's a lot of those like funny little cuts that i i just enjoy so it was good i can't wait to watch the movie i, I love that movie I'll, I'll watch it a couple times and then we get to watch steven universe future so austin do you have any last things you want to say about steven universe the official season finale the the main storyline thing the main story um it was fun i enjoyed it uh i can't wait to see the conclusion of everything now uh we'll get to see you know what's left of steven universe Mm -hmm. um i have enjoyed it so far um so let's see uh let's see how it ends and strong uh because uh you know we got other things to watch and other things to review yeah but i do i'm excited uh to finish this up and uh you know i i haven't been disappointed yet so uh yeah i i think uh season five is great and hopefully you know how well you talk about the movie all the time which actually what's really funny I is i actually we actually have a history of that movie, me and you. Um, oh, really? We were actually going to go watch that movie at one point. Oh, uh, really? I don't remember when, that. I think it's when you lived at... It would be White Lotus whenever I watched yeah, it. Yeah, White Lotus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so I I remember exactly me and you were going to go watch it, but we ended up, I forget what it was. It was something like that. Oh, it was, we actually opted out and I think we watched the Lego movie because I didn't know what Steven Universe was. I think it was. I don't remember. Not, it was something I, like that. I don't know if Steven Universe, the movie, was actually in theaters. Hmm. I could be wrong. I thought, I thought it was. I mean, it could have been. Hmm. I mean, it's saying that it is. Yeah. yeah, it's saying that it was. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. No. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Oh dang. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Because one night theatrical sing-along screening through Fathom Events was planned uh, in March twenty third, twenty twenty, but then COVID. <laughs> So what we talked about in the beginning of this podcast circled back. Oh man! So it always does. Always does. It always does. Uh, but no, we get to watch it. Austin, if you want to do a watch along sometime, like throughout the week for it. Actually, no, probably not because we have such variety different schedule. Unless you want to watch it tomorrow, that would be the only way. Um. Yeah, well, well, Saturday you have Vampire. I'm pretty. No, sure, no, not so. this weekend. Well, then I'm fine. I don't have anything going on this weekend. I just didn't know if you wanted to start on the Steven Universe uh, show. Because if we do on Saturday, if we do on Saturday, that means you have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What you have four days to watch all of Future. How much? How much? How many episodes is Future? Uh, Here, hold up. You I have asking me. Don't it ask me. Like it's exactly twenty episodes. It's twenty. Oh yeah, I could blow through it. Fine. I mean, definitely within a day or two. Like it's yeah. it's not that long though. Well, I I do I do a really long shift on Monday, so I have mm. something I can watch. So I'll just watch it all. All right, sounds good then. Cool. Then we can mm-hmm. we can do it on the Saturday. Why not? I got nothing else yeah. playing. We can yeah. we can make yeah. a day of it. We'll watch Steven Universe on in the stream, and then uh, we'll play some Ghosts yeah. or something. Yeah. That sounds great to me. All right, Austin. I appreciate uh, you for coming for this episode of Steam Universe Bros and Shows finale of it. The end. Um, thank you as always, Austin. I had a great time. Hope you had a great time. Hope you feel great, and I hope you can tell people now about the wonders and beautiful of our Lord and Savior, Steven Universe. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Austin, for joining me. Thank you all so much for stopping by, and thank you all so much. Tune in. <laughs>